0: yeah we uh we were told we might be reopening in 10 days time oh my gosh
1: mm-hmm.
0: oh no <laughs> yes. eighth grade might not have to go back until january though so that's a relief but like oh my superintendent is super hype about it and he keeps sending us emails like some good news and I'm like, No, this is not good news, it's terrible news. <laughs> In what universe is this good news?
1: Jeez. Yeah. Uh we're not going back, but they are taking volunteers for doing small study groups of up to fourteen students, if you want to. Yeah, I'm
0: pretty sure that like My classroom, if everybody's six feet apart, can only house ten kids at once. Yeah. I
1: have have absolutely no idea how they expect me to do anything in there. Yeah, plus, like, you need special filters and stuff. I doubt that actually does anything, but I know that people are talking about that. There's someone on our Facebook group who says it every time it's brought up. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) make sure you get the filters. And it's like, okay, I'm pretty sure we could just not go back and that would solve our problems. I know. And it's... it's The thing is, the kids don't really understand what
0: school is going to be like when we go back. They think it's going to be the same as it was. So they're all like, yeah, I want to go back to school. I want to see my friends. So last week, me and the social studies teacher sat down and were like, to the kids, we were like, hey, this is what school is going to be like. And they're furious. <laughs> they're like, what? What? What's the point in going back if we can't even talk to anyone else? I'm like, right? Like, yeah. It's not going to be fun and social and group work and all that nice stuff. We're literally going to be telling you to keep away from people who don't live in the same house as you.
1: Yeah, there's a ton of teacher like TikToks going around, and one of them was like, if we go back, this is what it will be like. And one of the things that she she did was she had a mask on and she took the mask pulled the mask down and sneezed and then put the mask back up and i'm like yeah that sounds that's that's, accurate (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: just i don't know how anybody thinks this is a good idea except for parents who've actually had to parent their children for the last you know eight months or whatever however, however long it's been just honestly
1: well anyway, welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme and this is episode 30. Ooh, the podcast is now as old as we are.
0: Oh, don't say that. Why would, tell, <laughs> why would you tell people, I want people to think that I'm young and vibrant,
1: not some old crone sitting in our house. I'm pretty sure we did mention back when we both oh, turned probably. 30. <laughs> I think we did. All of our friends are turning 30 in quarantine, so we're just going to have to have a massive post-vaccine 30th oh birthday God, party when best. we're all 32 <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well
1: uh. i have an update and i don't Ooh. know if you're going to be happy about it oh no why uh this update i am back together with my poop socks girlfriend and i'm wanting to propose what i mean
0: i'm glad you could get past it and everything but what <laughs>
1: Yeah, this took, like, a lot of digging to figure out what's going on because it was removed fairly quickly for some reason. I don't know. Relationship advice is getting really uh, strict with its rules. Sometimes stuff just gets removed. They're not as strict as relationships. That subreddit will remove anything for any reason. But, uh, yeah, it got removed, but not before some people read it and were able to make comments. Uh, In case you guys don't remember, OP is 29, girlfriend is 27, and he discovered that his girlfriend was using his socks to wipe when she used the bathroom. Yeah, because she has a germ phobia and she doesn't want to get poop on her hands. And so that was insert episode number here. Hello, this is Morgan from the future. That was episode number sixteen, an Ouroboros of assholes. But like we always say, you should be reading these or listening to these episodes I mean, in order. I mean, yeah.
0: You should have listened to Poop Socks already. And if you haven't, you need to because you'll (laughs) never forget it.
1: Okay, so they broke up at the end of that. And uh, so now I guess they're back together. So this is the update. Like the title says, and whether people like it or not, we are back together. One, she knows I'm going to propose. I just don't know how yet. Two, the sock thing is still an issue, but I love her. So who am I to say what's right and wrong? Things settled down and we got back in touch through a mutual friend. She was reluctant to see me because she was still mad and embarrassed. I sat on everything for a long time, but I couldn't shake how I felt about her. I worked really hard to try and look past the sock stuff and eventually broke down one night. When I saw her next, I told her in the end I didn't care about her bathroom choices, but that I did care about her. She was still reluctant and kept me at a distance for several weeks, but finally started getting closer to me. When I suspected things could get serious again, I did have a long talk with her. I wanted her to know I respected her privacy and her choices, but if we were going to make this work, she needed to respect my belongings. She agreed and finally apologized. We're now to a point in our relationship where we've been talking marriage. She wants a nice wedding and so do I. The only problem we can see is that her sister refuses to want to have anything to do with me. This is a problem, because she and her sister are really close, and she doesn't want there to be any conflict. Her sister has refused multiple times to come over for dinner, or even just agree to meet me so I can explain to her what's changed. So I'm back on Reddit asking for advice since everyone helped me the first time. How can we solve this?
0: This is weird. And and not not because he forgave for her. <laughs> forgave her is forgiving her for wiping her ass with socks, I think. Anyway, what's weird about it to me is that he's like, I'm willing to look past it. He's willing to change his belief set and ideas, but it doesn't sound like she's going to therapy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she's just
0: gonna continue doing the same thing, which I guess all power to you if you can't wipe. But yeah, <sighs> The sister thing is weird too. I feel like there may be other stuff. I I feel like maybe OP's girlfriend told her sister a bunch of shit that wasn't true. Mm. Or made it sound like he was being unreasonable.
1: Well, in the comments, she he clarifies uh, she doesn't trust me because I called her sister out on a private matter. She said I broke a trust and doesn't trust me to keep family matters private. Also, they've been back together for four month, less than four months. So why isn't anybody getting therapy for OP's girlfriend? Like this, why is this his problem? (laughs) Yeah. Like it seems like she didn't budge. She called, not called his bluff necessarily, but she didn't budge. She held her position. They broke up. And then he just was like, forget it. I don't care. I just want to get back with you. So I'm going to forgive everything and not call for a compromise. We're just going to get back together and pretend like it never happened. And that's not healthy.
0: But you should care because that's really extreme behavior. Yeah. Like, if you you think about the context of why she's using the socks in the first place, that's
1: really, a a really extreme kind of leap. Which for people who don't remember, it was because she was like terrified of getting poop on her hands. Which doesn't happen. Anyway, uh, uh, this whole thing is weird to me.
0: This whole situation, it just feels off- she needs to get some kind of professional help for the way that she thinks about germs cuz this could get worse yeah this right?
1: this feels like an episode of like a cartoon where someone learns about germs for the first time and then becomes paranoid like that episode of rugrats oh yeah
0: i just i just worry that maybe she has some kind of undiagnosed anxiety disorder and needs to get that sorted
1: yeah because like if that's a real you know, gross thing that you're afraid of. The the reasonable response is just use too much toilet paper. But she wet wipes. Yeah, well they're thicker. Wet wipes you can't flush. Well, so. she's not flushing socks right, either, is she? True. So see that would be grosser really to me. Just <laughs> having a, a trash can full of poop material instead of flushing it that's grosser to me. Don't than. don't visit Thailand
0: because <laughs> that's that's how you do. You don't flush paper because the sewage system is bad so there's just trash cans full of poopy paper
1: yeah that's that's different (laughs) there's clearly a reason there it's not it's a
0: reason for it it's still gross yeah but you know i would be more i would be less concerned about proposing to this girl and more concerned about finding some real tangible help for something which is daily affecting her life
1: Yeah, because he's just sticking his head in the sand about this issue.
0: I love her, it'll be fine, is is not (laughs) not a viable
1: response. Plus, like, that shows that she, sure, this is a super embarrassing thing, so perhaps she's reacting more strongly, but this shows that she can't compromise. She can't recognize when something needs to be addressed. It's immature. It shows immaturity. But it also shows huge denial on her part. That anything she's doing is
0: unconventional or unreasonable. I know that she's agreed to not use his socks anymore. But just think of the cost. Like, honestly, think about how much she must be spending on socks.
1: A month. Yeah. Well, and why is it the sister... Sounds like I agree with you that the sister doesn't have all the information. Because yeah. she's mad at him for calling her out on a private matter. But she's not concerned about her sister's lack of respect for his belongings.
0: Nobody here is focusing on the real issue and I think that's what makes me feel antsy about it is like, it doesn't matter what they do this is going to continue to be in their lives forever and if it's the straw that broke the camel's back one time at some point it's gonna be the straw that broke the camel's back again yeah so you're not rectifying the issue
1: you're just waiting for it to blow up again <laughs> yeah well and also another thing sorry i keep going back to the sister because no, 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 no. that's his clear yeah <laughs> question but if she was so embarrassed that he found out about it why would why she? does the sister know yeah why would she tell her sister Right. That doesn't sound... I bet she told her something else. Like I,
0: I wonder, yeah, I wonder what has been said. Because it doesn't sound like anybody is on the same page here. I don't know, yeah. this bothers me.
1: Yeah, there's just so many red flags adjacent to this. It's the communication issue. It's the anxiety issue. It's the communication with the sister issue. Like, there's just so many things surrounding this. This needs to be addressed before he proposes For sure.
0: (sighs) Yeah, mm, I don't like this at all. This is now going to live rent-free in my head. (laughs) Even more. Even more. I just can't stop thinking about poop sock Couple. Maybe I need real help. (laughs) Maybe this is an obsessive behavior that I I need to address.
1: Well, this post got removed, but maybe he will post an update because he seems to be semi-active on this account for a while. (sighs) Godspeed. Poop sock boyfriend. I know. Like and it seems like he just bowled over, kind of. Like he let her be like, okay, fine, if we're gonna talk about this, then I'm breaking up with you. And got back together with her with no caveats or conditions, which should have kind of been a thing. Not to say that you should give your partner an ultimatum, but there is a point. There's a point where you need to give your partner an ultimatum. And that point is (laughs) using your socks. (laughs) I just wonder how far this germ thing
0: goes. Like, is it just poop? Or is it other bodily functions too? Like, how is she when she menstruates, for example? Is that a whole other thing? Is Does she have a problem with food waste? Like, what what are the boundaries for the germ thing?
1: What if they want kids? Cause poop oh yeah, she's not going to be... That?
0: Mm, yeah, poop is pretty much two years of having a child.
1: People are really... Uh irrational with their germ fears or not irrational, but like people have specific things that they are okay with and some things that they're not. We had a customer who, when I worked in pharmacy, he would never sign his name on, like you have to sign your prescription out. He would never do that. He would make me do it. And then, but then he had no problem touching money. (laughs) And I'm like, I clean this pen three times a day at least, but that you have no idea where that money's been, dude.
0: No. Yeah, money gets everywhere. It's pretty nasty.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's not necessarily a like a rational system of beliefs when it comes to that kind of thing. Yeah, it's just well, we'll have to see.
0: I have anxiety about this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll have to see how it works out, and if it's uh, if it's gonna have a a second update or a third update or whatever that is. But anyway, that's poop socks saga update. continues. <laughs> Alright, so this next one is is Am I the Asshole? And mm. there are once again no ages. Okay. Oh, Jesus.
0: They're onto us.
1: <laughs> well, uh, we might have a an age gap situation later, so we'll see. Okay. But don't worry, it'll be back.
0: Cool. Am I the <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs>
1: Am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend I'm only going to give her a bit of the money I owe her after winning the lottery?
0: <laughs> hmm, I'm gonna say yes. How much did he win?
1: Okay, so he won $1,500. That's a substantial amount. Yeah, and he owes her 3000 Okay. Currently. She saw that I was struggling with my bills and offered to pay a $3,000 personal loan, and then she told me I can pay her back in my own time. I found that this wasn't the best idea for me, as I feel more pressured to pay her, Before, I used to pay the bank $250 a month, now I pay her $400 a month. Whenever I try to buy something that involves my video gaming hobby, she tells me that I can pay her the money instead of buying stuff I don't need. That stops me from buying it, but I just end up spending it on her. My bills always come first, I never miss a payment. With my hobby, I always put away a really short amount of money for it each week. The only thing that annoys me is the fact that we agreed I could pay her in my own time and on my own terms. I never forced her to pay for the personal loan in full. In fact, she kept offering it no matter how much I refused. I also pay for food and drive her everywhere. I never ask anything from her because I know she would bring up the money I owed her. Last week I won $1,500 on the lottery. I told her I was going to put most of it in my emergency fund and only pay her $200, and she got angry with me. She said that I owed her a lot of money and that I should be paying my debts first instead of having emergency savings. I told her that it was clear to me if something ever happened to me, she would never help me because she's greedy with her money. What? That's the reason I needed an emergency fund. I also told her that I'm always the one spending money in our relationship despite being in a lot of debt, and that she continues to financially rely on me despite having a lot of money in the bank. Basically, a whole argument blew up and we haven't spoken with each other in a week despite living together. Am I the asshole for choosing to put the small money I want in an emergency fund?
0: Yeah. This is a a whole Judge Judy situation, (laughs) right? Judge Judy always says, doesn't matter if you're married to someone, engaged to someone,
1: you have a child with that person, never, ever, ever lend them money. (laughs) (laughs) Don't lend someone money and expect to get it back.
0: Right. And it's just... She was stupid because you should never say to anybody, hey, just pay it back in your own time because that's indefinite, right? But also, the way he spoke to her afterwards, Jesus... If you have debts, you shouldn't be spending money on your hobbies. That's my personal belief. I always try not to owe anybody anything. I think the only time I can remember borrowing money is I'd borrowed some money from my husband before he was my husband because I desperately needed a car because I had a really bad car accident and towed my car. And I needed like 100, $190 to buy a new car. And he lent that to me, and I paid him back immediately as soon as I had the money. But, like, if you have to borrow money from somebody, you shouldn't then be justifying how much money you pay them back. You just need to be paying that back. Like, yes, your bills should come first, absolutely, but jeez.
1: Yeah, and I'm wondering how much he spends on video gaming, because it's one thing if you, maybe you put away $10 a week so that every six weeks you can buy a game. That's reasonable.
0: That's reasonable.
1: Because a video game can last you six weeks depending on what game it is like that that entertainment can last you that long yeah but if he is like buying a new game every week that's a different thing
0: or if he's doing things like buying loot boxes um, in game currency (laughs) right or loot boxes or whatever
1: what a waste don't buy loot boxes people they're evil
0: and i only i only have bought loot boxes once and i bought them for a friend's birthday because i couldn't get to them for for a gift so i bought them loot boxes instead but I've never bought any for myself. I never buy any in-game stuff. That's
1: kind of like buying someone, like, scratchers for their... Right. For their birthday. Like, that's fine. You don't normally want to make buying scratchers a part of your daily or weekly routine. But, you know, it's fine for every once in a while like a treat you know that's the standard go-to 18th right. birthday present is buy someone some scratchers
0: the other thing i don't like about his argument is will i buy food and drive her everywhere like that's not money my dude that's acts of service that's not money she can't pay bills with a 10-piece mcnugget set like
1: yeah i i hate that
0: Well, I do this and I do that around the house, so I shouldn't have to pay you real tangible money.
1: Well, uh, on that note, someone asked in the comments, Info, does your girlfriend also help with the bills because she's living with you? And OP says, no, I pay for everything at the moment. And... (laughs) Someone asked, so she helped you once with the bills for the place where she also lives and expected you to pay it back? And OP says, I know, it's really unfair, but it's still money that I owe her, so I'll stick with it. I spend a lot of money on her just to keep her happy. I have about $100 in my hobby bank account right now, and I just wanted to buy the new FIFA, but she insisted that oh, I pay what it to a her. a waste of money.
0: Yeah, I'd make her pay me I'd make him pay me that if he was just gonna spend it on goddamn FIFA. <laughs>
1: Fucking hey. These people act like I prioritize my hobby when I only put ten to twenty dollars into it each week. So he does only put in a few few bucks. Okay. Well I'm confused about the living situation then, because really she hasn't lent him money. Right. She's paid bills. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so someone someone asked
1: for, like, clarification in another comment, and uh, he said, We agreed I was going to pay in my own terms. I pay her more than what I used to pay the bank each month. I'm not joking. She's always arguing with me about money. She never wants to spend her own money. It always has to be out of my pocket. Yes, she paid my loan, but that doesn't mean that she pays for everything. I still spend a lot on top of my debt. At the end of the day, groceries, fuel, and mills meals are still on me. I get out of work to drive her everywhere since she doesn't have her license. And then final comment, someone asking about the loan. And he says, I did actively refuse until she began to argue with me about it. She said that it would be better as there is 0% interest and that I was dumb for refusing. I said yes, just to get it over with. Didn't realize I just signed a contract with a loan shark. The personal loan was for her as well, and she knows that. She wanted to go somewhere we couldn't afford and had to take out a bloody loan for it. What? Yeah. So this trip... He paid for all of it, and it was a trip with her friends to go somewhere. This is getting worse. (laughs) What does she do? Right? She must have- I think she just has, like, a pretty basic job, but doesn't pay for any bills, so she's able to spend money, and then is like, well, I want to go on this trip, and you need to pay for it, but you don't have any money, so I'll give you a loan for it. (sighs)
0: I think we need to go back to, I can't remember what episode we were talking about this. If you are with somebody, your money is generally pooled, right? If
1: you live together.
0: If you live together. There's no, this is my money, this is your money. This is, we pay money to live in this place together. If she's not pulling her weight, dude, just get rid of her. Yeah. Like, don't complain about having to pay pay her back. Just get rid of her. Also, don't buy the new FIFA because it's exactly the same as the old FIFA and it has been for the last (laughs) 10 years. Don't... Don't kid yourself. Don't waste your money on that. Yeah, I just... People who argue about money are arguing about the wrong thing. It's really about responsibility in the relationship, right? And I I know that money is important because you eat, you pay bills, you have rent, like, whatever. But it's a kind of tangible measure of how much effort somebody is putting into making sure that you are both able to live well.
1: Yeah, like, she is... Like, the way that it sounds in the post, it sounds like he is being irresponsible with his money. Right. However, the reason he's being irresponsible with his money is because she demands that he pay for everything and doesn't chip in at all.
0: Is this some traditional gender roles bullshit? I think so. I think she's like, you have
1: to pay for dinner. And also, he has to drive her around because she doesn't have Mm. her license. What? Yeah, that's that's, that's kind of... Um. How old is she? Do we have ages? No, we don't, of course. Oh. But I would guess, you know, mid to late 20s based on that. If
0: she's in America, your guy's driving test is super fucking easy, and there's a zero reason why anybody should not be able to drive in America.
1: Uh, he he used the term bloody as an adjective, so I assume oh, they're well, in England. Mm. <laughs> or thereabouts.
0: Yeah, or um Australia.
1: Yeah. Because he used dollars. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they're probably so Australian. They're Australian. Or New Zealand. Sorry. So he needs to dump her, consider the rest of that loan, the money that you owe her for bills. Okay, this right. is that we're even because I've been paying for our relationship and our living situation. And so we're even now. Goodbye. If you want to challenge me on it, I'll see you on Judge Judy. <laughs> yeah right god
0: this is where all my hours watching judge judy really comes into (laughs) into its own because i could just as soon as you were like i let my girlfriend i would just hear a voice in my head going (laughs) never give your girlfriend a loan
1: yeah Uh, i i this guy strikes me as someone who's a good person and wants to you know he agreed to the loan and he so he's like i want to pay it back because i agreed to it even though i know it was kind of bullshit but Dude, (laughs) it is better to be alone and you don't have to pay for taking her out. You don't have to drive her anywhere. Imagine how much of your free time and your money you're going to get back once you kick her to the curb. God.
0: Yeah, somebody shouldn't be draining your resources like that, you know? It's It's a very selfish way to be in a relationship.
1: Yeah, I hate this whole, like... Oh, you need to treat me like a princess.
0: No, No, you don't. You need to be able to look after yourself before you attach yourself to another human being. So, come on now. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and the fact that he he truly believes that if something were to happen to him, like if he got in a car accident and totaled his car, she wouldn't help him. Even if it was driving, even if he was driving her somewhere and he got in an accident, she would not help him. That's what he believes.
0: It kind of begs the question why she was so adamant then that she paid the bill. Because he says that she's really greedy with money, but so why did she
1: pay it? Well, she wanted to go on the trip. She wanted to go on this trip for free.
0: Ah, okay. Yeah, he did not write his post very well. He made himself look like an asshole.
1: Yeah, and then in the comments, this is... A lesson in perspective, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, everything you said in the post is true, but all this extra information is really uh, really changing. This is why you need to put in detail in your writing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise people think you're a knob
0: when really you're not.
1: Yeah. And like, it's only if, if he, obviously, if he won more than what he owed her, he should pay her off and then, oh, and yeah. then dump her. <laughs> or pay her half. I would pay her half just to get rid of her and be like, the other half is for your costs going on this trip that we went on with your friends right. because you wanted to is Neo pooping.
0: No, Chase is doing the washing up. <laughs> That's a different noise. That sounds similar but is different. I can't believe you can hear that.
1: Yeah, I hear when he does the dishes and such, but oh, well. <laughs> normally. It's. You
0: guys can all hear when my man is being a good husband. I know, I'm not going to I'm not, not going to
1: complain up. about that. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so last week we had a post about a wedding and I don't know what's going on this week, but there's a lot of wedding posts. So I'm going to introduce a new segment called Weddings Make People Crazy. Ba-ba. <laughs> so I'm going to kick off this new segment by talking about the most bonkers wedding story that has ever graced Reddit's halls, Ooh. And it's from a subreddit, Just No Mill. Oh, I love
0: Just No Mill.
1: And most of the stories on Just No Mill, I, I don't want to include because a lot of times they're like, we don't consent to this story being used in yeah. media or whatever. However, this one is so widespread and it's just been used in all the things. And uh, she, she doesn't say, I don't consent to this being used on the post, which is the important part. The title is simply The White Dress. And it oh, is just no. a delightful story that it, last week I kept thinking about it.
0: Yeah, we talked about white dresses last week. Yeah. And, uh... The kind of connotations of that
1: and this was in 2017 so this is before in the before times and it was before Before awards other than gold and silver and it has 11 gold and three silver jeez damn (laughs) so uh we don't have any ages this story is about my friend's mother-in-law and her wedding strap in guys this is a wild ride in which i did the thing that got me banned from any of her family functions plus a few threats of dismemberment and bodily harm. Uh, It's the friend's wedding, not the mother-in-law's wedding. In case that's unclear. A good friend of mine from university was getting married. They had been a couple since junior year of college, through her two years in the Peace Corps, and currently her return to this continent. Six years in total. She had been to all manner of family functions, and always came back with a strange story about how she thinks her mother-in-law secretly hates her. But, being a very quiet and sweet person, push those thoughts aside. Point one. She is vegetarian and Jewish. Husband is not. She was invited and went to Christmas dinner and figured she would just eat sides. As well, she brought a vegetarian casserole. Mother-in-law, after knowing her for three years and being told by husband a few weeks before about not to forget, friend doesn't eat meat, proceeded to put meat in every dish. Friend drank water and ate her casserole the whole night while mother-in-law cried to everyone that friend was so rude for not eating her cooking. Anyway, back to the story. (laughs) Just a side note about how horrible this woman is people honestly if i recall correctly she puts in the comments that she made like things like green bean casserole and put bacon in it like intentionally spiteful (laughs) anyway back to the story a few friends and I were asked to be in the wedding. Friend has a huge family, and so this was not going to be a small affair. Neither of them is particularly religious, but friends said it would be nice to be married under a hoopah Think an arbor but four poles and covered with a white cloth and lots of flowers. Husband said he could care less and told her to go and rent one for the wedding. I was at the bridal shower when mother-in-law found out about the pretty canopy was actually a hoopah. She almost lost her shit in front of a bunch of people, but managed to compose herself and laugh angrily that, quote, if the Jews were being represented, so would the Catholics. End quote. In my head, I heard a record screech. Guys, they aren't Catholic. <laughs> uh, so, oh my god! <laughs> so after- I hate. I I absolutely
0: hate the Jews. <laughs> As like, <laughs> yeah, man. No, It's just a thing. You should never proceed. Any religion with the... the.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or just, just in general, race. or race, or gender, like the females, or the blacks.
0: The blacks. The blacks yeah <laughs> like, it tells everybody everything they need to know about your position <laughs> on a whole bunch <laughs> of topics.
1: So after much fighting, a lot of screaming, crying, threatening to pull money, which is funny because she contributed nothing. Mother-in-law lost. The boot was firmly placed and nothing was moving it. Hoopa yes, Catholic priest no. Things got stupid quiet. My friend texts me the night before the wedding that she has a bad feeling. I tell her it's probably just nerves. She is getting married and this is a big deal. Oh, how wrong I was. We all show up, get our hair and makeup done, slip into our bridesmaids dresses and hang out waiting for the bride to be finished with her hair. She makes a comment saying she hasn't seen mother-in-law all day and that she skipped her hair and makeup appointment. We all side-eyed each other, took a few sips of wine, and hoped the eerie feeling would go away. 30 minutes later, we are helping the bride into her dress, and guess who shows up? If you guessed mother-in-law, you win a cookie. (laughs) Flushed from coming up the stairs, in full hair and makeup, and a white dress. Fuck. Not ivory, not cream, full snow fucking white. The dress was clearly a wedding dress. It was even from David's bridal, which she would later shout at me. (laughs) Floor-length satin with a sweetheart beaded top, a bit of a train, and off-white lace on the bottom. The dress was even tailored to her. This has been a long con she has orchestrated. The bride burst into tears, and aunts and friends ushered mother-in-law out. We did our best to console the bride, touched up her makeup, and I made her a promise that the dress would never be seen in a photo. She looked (sighs) me dead in the eye and nodded. The game was on. (laughs) Jeez,
0: how can anybody be that selfish? Like, this is this beggar's belief, that the lengths this woman is going to go to, to ruin this woman's wedding. Oh
1: my god. It's bonkers. And this is not an uncommon type of story on this subreddit. And I no. know people kind of like this. Probably not this bad. But people who manage to always make things all about them. Which, I'll tell that story at a later date. <laughs> <laughs> the venue only supplied white wine and champagne for the wedding party. But I grabbed my purse and ran down to the reception area, and managed to flag an attendant by the bar and bribe him with a cool twenty dollars to give me a bottle of red early. I cracked that baby open, filled a solo cup to the brim with it, and stalked outside. (laughs) After a few swigs from the bottle for courage, I went over to where everyone was getting ready to take photos. With one last hard stare at my friend, I got her nod of approval. I pulled out my phone, held it in front of my face like I was reading a text, and walked straight into mother-in-law. I poured the entire cup of red wine down the front of her dress, jumped back and gasped
0: this is the friend everybody needs <laughs> no holy shit what a samwise ganji move i would
1: love to rent this friend <laughs> it's like a, her services the look on her face was murderous she screamed yelled threatened and promised she would sue me People had to hold her back because she wanted to fight me. Eventually, she switched from screaming to sobbing and sank to the ground and threw a tantrum on the floor. Everyone moved back and just let her go at it and walked away to go take photos. It was surreal, as if everyone just hit their limit and noped out from around her. (laughs) The 12-year-old flower girl whipped out her phone and snapped a few photos, much to our amusement. This is already super long, but I will say that mother-in-law went home and changed. She was only 20 minutes from the venue. Into a nice dark green, too small, and low-cut dress. Because of this, she missed all the photos. The wedding was beautiful. I got death glares from everyone she told that I attacked her with wine. No fucks were given as I drank and danced with friends. Bride thanked me in secret, and three months later took me to a spa for a day of pampering. Aww. But I am officially that ISIS cunt to mother-in-law, and I'll take that with pride. What? <laughs> Whew. Is that a racist comment at the end there? I think so. (laughs) What fucking hell? Wow. Oh, so in the edit, she says, I'm not a superhero, but I am a woman who has been kicked around a lot due to ethnicity by this mother-in-law, and I had zero fucks left to give. Lone Ranger style, my fight or flight reaction is permanently stuck on fights. The couple has been no contact with her for the last year and a half since the wedding. Damn.
0: Fuck that bitch.
1: Yeah. Like, honestly, I get wanting to spite someone. Obviously, this was not for legitimate reasons. This woman's just racist as fuck. But when you have to go to the length of buying a dress and getting it tailored, no matter what, you lose. Good revenge is low effort, I'm telling you.
0: The levels of pettiness, honestly, that that entailed. Imagine the cost of that dress. Oh,
1: Jesus Christ. (laughs) Jesus. So yeah, this is like the most famous post on uh, Just No Mill because she just got her comeuppance. And just how much of a shit heel do you have to be to be an adult woman with adult <laughs> children who throws a tantrum on the sidewalk? On the floor. Oh, Jesus. God damn. I am so grateful.
0: <laughs> My mother-in-law is like a normal human being. Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. I don't know how I'd cope. My in-laws are great. <laughs> it's uh it's bonkers. Yeah, the whole entitlement, this has got to be like some narcissistic personality disorder. Cause I, I frequent also raised by narcissists, which is another sub that I don't like to feature on here a lot because they yeah. definitely have some serious trauma and the the overlapping of these subreddits, like the behavior that you see is Crazy.
0: I don't know how these people manage to raise children right it just it just beggar's belief that somebody who cares so little for other people would be able to raise a kid
1: yeah it just it's wild it's bonkers
0: like i I like other people mostly and I don't want to have kids
1: <laughs> so how sometimes they just want to raise they want to raise someone who has to listen to them and who Is controlled by them who owes them something. Yeah, yeah. Which, like, let's be clear: if you raise your child and you give them food and clothing and access to a good education and a good life, you do not deserve a cookie for that. That is the bare minimum. If you decide to have children, what you sign up for, they do not owe you anything, right? God, I I want to be this kind of friend. Also,
0: that that woman is my hero. I know. Honest to God.
1: Just, like, it it sounds pretty easy, but I would fuck up the aftermath of it. Oh, it would be easy to take out your phone and run into someone with a full solo cup filled with red wine. But I would fuck up the post-spillage situation. I would just be laughing. I would not be able to muster the-
0: I wouldn't be able to (laughs) feign that that it was a mistake. I'm, I'm not a good liar. So... Like, yeah, everybody would be able to read it directly on my face.
1: Because if that was truly an accident, I would be like, "Oh my god, let me get you some like towels or whatever." Yeah, and I would not want to be doing that. Right, (laughs) I would just want to get out as fast as I could. But also, it would be a lot easier if this woman had been super racist to me for six years of my life. Oh
0: hell yeah, I want to do it to her, and I don't know her. (laughs) So the shit entitlement of that
1: woman. Yeah, this woman. I don't know what's wrong with people. I don't know how you get to... The shame that I feel when I point out at a restaurant that my order was wrong, I feel like I'm doing <laughs> something wrong by saying, I want to "Hey, to die? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would never. The audacity of a person to get to this point where she just gives zero fucks about how other people perceive her is unfathomable to me.
0: How do you even get to the point where you think, no, this is the right thing to do. I deserve this.
1: Right? I
0: can't... I- I just don't... She must live her whole life to spite others. That must yeah. be her only reason for living.
1: There's a copypasta that goes around on these kinds of subreddits called Don't Rock the Boat, where basically the people who have been around her, like her kids, her husband, people who have to deal with her on a regular basis, they if she tries to rock the boat, they run to the other side to try and balance it out. And they're just yeah. so used to doing that that when someone just sits there when she's trying to rock the boat... That it's perceived as the person not doing enough to calm this person down. And right. it's like, that's not how it should be. Just pitch her ass overboard. <laughs> right. Uh, it reminds me of a post that I have
0: saved somewhere about a guy who realizes that his wife is turning into a Karen.
1: Oh, yeah. You mentioned that a few episodes ago. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh,
0: aha, 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 I found it. Nice. I can't remember what um oh it's on relationships oh do you want to do yours or do you want to do mine first let's do yours first because it's all right so my 41 male wife 40 female is a karen (laughs) For those not aware, Karen is a stereotype of a middle-aged or approaching middle-aged woman who acts as if service industry personnel are subservient to her. She treats sales associates, waiters, and grocery clerks as if they are her personal servants, and her favourite phrase is, let me talk to your manager. (laughs) Physically, she is often described as having short hair like that lady from the reality show with eight kids, and often dressing (laughs) somewhat frumpy. On to my wife. While not adhering to the physical description of a Karen, she has the behaviour down pat. It just seems over the last two or three years, every single interaction with service personnel has escalated to showdowns involving a manager and my wife demanding free stuff and or somebody's job. Unfortunately, she usually wins which I'm assuming is a large part of her continuing this behaviour. We went out to eat last night. She announced she wanted to go out, and as usual, the kids and I did our best to talk her into eating at home. I offered to grill. My daughter offered to make an Italian dish. I suggested I go out and pick up her favourite Chinese and bring it home. All our usual ploys to keep her from unleashing her wrath on some poor waiter who is just trying to do his or her job. No dice. She wants to go out and she gets what she wants.
1: That just sounds so much like the rock the boat thing. They're They're all running to the other side of the boat, trying to get the boat to be balanced, and she is having none of it.
0: Right? It was trouble right off the bat. She laid into the hostess, who looked to be about 15, because we were told 10 to 15 minute wait, and it took 17 minutes. Then she pitched a fit about the table we were sat at. We've been to this restaurant dozens of times, and even sat at the very table a few times. Last night it was too small and too close to the bathroom. As always, the manager was called out and this resulted in a table swap and a free appetizer. Mission accomplished, I guess. Meanwhile, my kids and I are trying to crawl under the table. Then we order. My wife has never once ordered a menu item the way it comes. There are always alterations without something with something it doesn't come with, sauce on the side, cooked in a manner that's different from what the menu says. All these changes just increase the chance something is not going to be right. And of course, when the food came out, it was wrong. And she went ballistic. First, she grabbed a waiter, who wasn't even our waiter, and proceeded to lay into him. Our waiter then came by was treated to an even larger outburst of anger and accusations of incompetence. She was making such a scene that this time she didn't even have to ask for the manager. He must have sensed it coming and was there. <laughs> Granted, the guy was good, but he still had to comp our meal to shut her up. But it made her happy. Once the meal was comped, she gave the manager another berating and sent him on his way. Then she sat down with a very big smile on her face and said... See, kids, that's how you make sure no one screws you over. To which my kids just rolled their eyes. As we finished, like always, I sent my wife and kids onto the car while I went to the bathroom, and by go to the bathroom, I mean go find our waiter, apologise to him, and slip him a tip roughly the price of the meal. Point of this extremely long post is this. I'm tired of it, and looking for some strategy to solve it. I love my wife, and I'm not going to end our marriage over this, but something has to give. The kids are tired of it and embarrassed by it. Yes, I've tried to talk to her about it. That only gets met with justifications about how you have to get what you pay for and you can't let people walk all over you, or it's their job and if they can't do it right, they should find something else. When I tell her there are other ways to get your point across than dressing people down, she denies she does it and accuses me of making things up. When I tell her I'm not going out with her because of her treatment of service people, I'm accused of being disrespectful of her and have even been told that I'm being emotionally abusive. Here we
1: go. Okay. So we've talked before about how if you're in an abusive relationship, therapy is not going to help because the person is just going to manipulate the therapist and it's going to make things worse. Right. You also can't make somebody go to therapy if they don't believe that there's something wrong with them. Yes.
0: Because they're not, they're not open to change.
1: So I believe, and I think this is common among people who have worked in the service industry, that how you treat service people is how you are as a person. So if yeah. you are treating them like shit, that means you're a shitty person. And right. honestly, I know he says he doesn't want to divorce over this. No, I would. I absolutely would. So what if she treats you fine and doesn't turn this, this behavior towards you? Yeah. You don't want to deal with it. It's ruining your life. That's not something you should have to deal with. <laughs>
0: But it's not only ruining his life. Think about all the service people who go home after being treated like that for no reason. And, you know, most of the people... I'm going to say most of the people who work in in a service industry are not doing that job because it's their calling. Right. Right? They're trying to pay the bills. And they're doing their best. As somebody who worked in the service industry for a very long time, you do not get paid enough to be treated like you are less than human. And... It is something that I think a lot of middle-aged women see as, well, this person is a failure because they work in fast food. So I don't have to treat them like anybody else. Yeah. Right. They don't deserve my respect because they're just a call center worker or they just work in a pub. They don't deserve my respect.
1: When in reality, that person is just doing that for a paycheck.
0: They don't owe you anything.
1: Yeah, it feels like the the Karen is trying to A, make themselves feel like they're better than somebody else. Yeah. And B make themselves feel like they're that just that important. Both I'm I'm better than that because I am in a upper middle class family that did everything right. Because I'm probably a Gen Xer or a Boomer who grew up in a time that you could be a successful person <laughs> and you didn't because you must have done something wrong to deserve. You didn't
0: work hard enough. You yes. must have a DUI. You are
1: uh,
0: just lazy and you can't do anything better.
1: Yeah, and I hate that bullshit because it's such, like, the bootstraps crap that is not real. <sighs> there are many reasons why someone is work, might be working a waitress job, and many of them are, that's the only job that's available. Right. Yeah.
0: And I, the other thing that I really dislike about this post in particular, is when she turns to her kids and say, this is how you make sure you don't get screwed over. What skin in the game does a waiter have for trying to rip off a family trying to eat their dinner? Like, what what personal gain are they getting from making her order wrong? I don't even understand that kind of view of the world where everybody's out to get you all the time.
1: Yeah, and it's, I feel like if this was did they say what restaurant it was? Because I'm imagining like no, an Olive Garden. No, they
0: didn't. I'm imagining it's like Olive Garden. Applebee's.
1: Yeah, like Chili's maybe. Red like Lobster, yeah. Right. And the, re- the corporations that run these restaurants and these companies, it's partially their fault because they let these people get away with it for so long that they become like drunk with power because... You can never do anything to upset the customer in any way. Otherwise, you're fired. Otherwise, you know, you get written up. And it's like, no, this is bullshit. If a customer is treating you like crap, that customer should be thrown out and asked not to come back. Right. Should. Yes. And (laughs) we have, like, I've worked in lots of independent places. I worked in a really great independent pharmacy, a really shitty independent pharmacy, and a chain. The chain, we had to lie all the time about things that were out of our control so that we would not get, like, shit on by these customers or bad reviews or whatever. The, right. the good independent place I worked at, one time, this customer started yelling at my mom because I worked with my mom. <laughs> and uh, the owner came down and was like, hey, hang on. Do not do not yell at my employees. If you're going to yell at anybody, yell at me. But <laughs> Also, he ended up like kicking that guy out and being like you don't come back we're transferring your prescription to target or whatever because we don't deserve this bullshit
0: this is this is the photograph incident right like it, it, i can't remember what episode i talked about that we, when um the the group of the, the bachelor party oh, yeah, came in yeah. and took my photo people think that if you work in one of those jobs I don't even know what the, the thought process is. It's some kind of idea that because you're there to have a good time, everybody else needs to be in on your good time. Yeah. And if they're not, then they're a problem and they're being unreasonable. And your request is not unreasonable because it's going to make you have a good time. And you see that a lot in in industries and services where um, there's alcohol involved yeah, or it is... Um, marketed as a fun place right so i i expect you probably see it a lot in places like laser tag for example when you're not meant to climb on any of the obstacles and people climb on the obstacles and it's a health and safety thing and you should not it is this strange kind of disconnect between this person is here working a job and i'm here to have a good time
1: yeah yeah they so they think that they want to be absolved of the fact that they are like not tipping their waiter or their bartender. It's like, oh, that you must be having a great time. You do this because you love it.
0: No, I'm 18 years old. And <laughs> this is the only job I can get when I'm not doing schoolwork. So can you please not? Yeah. I've been called racist, I've been nearly followed home, I've been grabbed, I've been told to smile, I've been called miserable. Like The amount of shit you put up with when you're in one of those jobs and you go home at night and your whole body aches and you're getting paid minimum wage and then all you can think about is just all the nasty shit that people said to you all day. and it that is incredibly detrimental to your opinion of yourself it's dehumanizing right and it's one of the reasons why i had to get out of the pub industry like i actually really did enjoy being a barmaid it's it's nice you get to learn about people's lives like it's a physically demanding job but the thing that kills it for me is just the way people used to treat me yeah like I didn't deserve that. I was, I'm an intelligent person with two degrees. You know, it's not like there isn't anything else I could do. I can do something else, but I just feel terrible for people whose only option is this is it or I don't eat this month. And I have to put up with this and this person's going to get away with this because if I say anything, it's my job. Yeah. Long story short, be nice to service personnel.
1: Yes. And tip well. And it's so refreshing when there's like a problem and people are chill about it. Yeah. It's like, okay. but. It's it's crazy the way that people will act. I don't know. I I have nothing else to add.
0: Especially be nice to call center people. Yes. Just because they're on the other end of a phone doesn't mean they're not a human being. And you can't just yell at them and swear at them and tell you tell them to go die and whatever else you want to do because you want to pay a bill and they won't let you. Like call center jo- jobs are incredibly restrictive on what the person on the other end of the phone can actually do for you and is allowed to do yeah. it is not their fault they are not the company and you can't treat them like that yeah i worked in a call center job for four months and it was the <laughs> longest four months of my life oh My gosh it was awful pay was great but it was just awful
1: that sounds additionally dehumanizing because i don't see your face yeah. Okay, well, I have a lovely palette cleanser. Okay, let's go. <laughs> it's just a quick one. It's very short. It's from Relationship Advice, and the title is, I told a woman the meaning of her daughter's name, and now everyone is upset with me. <laughs> Did you see this? Give your kids normal names that you understand
0: the meaning of. It might not be unique, but at least your kid isn't gonna be bullied. Like, this is... <sighs> Did you you see this one? I have seen it, but (laughs) I, I do think we need to, like, just get this out there.
1: Okay, yes. Three weeks ago, I went to visit my friend Alice, and during my visit, Mary, a friend of Alice, came over unexpectedly. Mary and I started a conversation, and during that conversation, Mary asked me what my cultural slash ethnic background was, and I explained that I was Ethiopian. Mary seemed really happy to hear that as I confirmed what she believed I was. Okay, first off,
0: don't do that to someone you've just met. It's none of your business. Honestly, I hate that. I hate that. I hate going to places and then total strangers come up to me and go, so what's your ethnic background? Fuck you. That's what my ethnic background is. That's my ethnic background. Now leave me alone. It's got nothing to do with you. Or, uh, what are you? Where are you really from? <laughs> <sighs> mm. uh, that's my particular bugbear from years of working in the pub industry. <laughs> where are you really from? Here. I grew up here. This is my hometown. I've been here since I was zero years old. Do not ask me that question again.
1: I, I can't remember what it was. I feel like it was it was John Cho or something like that where it was a stand-up, and it was like, but where's your family from? And it's like, Michigan. (laughs) Oh, that might be be Mean Girls. Sheffield. (laughs) I'm from Michigan, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, we talked about how she spent time in Ethiopia for some outreach program when she was younger, and how much of an impact the people, culture, and traditions had on her. She then told me that the locals named her Yema Yemechi Sorry, butchered, I know, because that means beloved one, and that she loved the name so much she named her newborn daughter it. I asked her if she was serious. She told me she was, and well, Yema Yemichi does not mean beloved one. It actually means uncomfortable slash inconvenient slash imbecile, depending on how you use it. So I told her the true meaning. Mary is now very angry with me and refuses to accept that she named her child an unpleasant slash offensive name. Mary left angry, and Alice is now upset with me for hurting Mary's feelings. I do feel bad and I don't know what to do or how to fix hurting Mary's feelings. How do I fix this? Don't. The first question <laughs> in the comments is is Mary white? And the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> <A yays.
0: laughs> don't. Like there's just... It's like when people get Japanese tattoos and they don't actually check to see if the writing actually means what they think it means.
1: Yeah, my so my dad did this. We have like a family Japanese restaurant that we went to a lot um before my parents moved to Texas and we like would go there like so often that they knew us by name they would give us christmas presents and all this stuff and my dad bought like this gorgeous engraved sushi knife for their 30th anniversary for them and it did not say what it was supposed to say oh, on it no it was fine it was it was something like I, I don't even want to say because I think it was kind of embarrassing and I can't remember. But it, it said basically like, you know, sushi is my passion or something. And that's not what it said. But it was still nice. It just wasn't what was intended.
0: <laughs> but yeah. it just...
1: It's like, ask a real Japanese person. I, I think he might have asked a real, an actual Japanese person instead of Google Translate, but that was just kind of the closest thing they could do. And uh, They didn't tell him about it because they didn't want him to throw a fit. But...
0: but this is the thing. A lot of the times when you ask somebody, oh, what does that mean? When they're talking in a different language, they're not going to tell you the truth if it's hurtful to you or if it's going to embarrass you. And I say this particularly um, in, in reference to Thai culture, right? It's called the land of smiles. And Thai people believe that you must do anything that you can to save face. You cannot make somebody unhappy. You must smile, even if it's uncomfortable. So if you're doing something wrong in Thailand, you will not know. They will smile. I hate that. At you. I hate
1: that so much. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and
0: it's so deeply ingrained in their culture that they can't stop. So that's just a that's just a note for anybody who's like thinking of going to Thailand. People will smile at you, and you're going to be like, "Man, everybody's so friendly," and they may actually be smiling at you because you're doing something incredibly culturally insensitive.
1: I hate the idea of doing something wrong or of being offensive, and then nobody saying anything to me, and I'm just ignorant, and then I like find out later that what I did was incredibly offensive. I would rather be told or yelled at or something than. Have that happen.
0: And it's like not malicious. Right. It's just what they do. Yeah. So if you're in Ethiopia and you go, oh, that's a really nice name. What does it mean? Chances are they're not going to tell you that it means that you're a dork.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. And just the whole like outreach program The charity tourism, or whatever it's called. Don't do that. Usually, what happens is people do the Habitat for Humanity or whatever. They go to this country, they build a a building, and then they end up just using it for like a barn or tearing it down and building something completely new because it's not what they needed. It's much better to give them money to hire local contractors and construction workers to do it in a way that the community actually needs. Right. Right.
0: I I went to Thailand for four months to teach English there um, through a actual local program, oh, a local nice. volunteer program. So I knew that it wasn't, like, hugely exploitative or, like, any of that stuff. It was run by locals, by Thai people who actually needed people to teach English to uh, people who lived in Northern Hill tribes because they can't get their their citizenship papers if they can't read english oh wow so a lot of it was like working with young adults and little kids so they have some rudimentary grasp of english so they can actually write their name on the citizenship papers the northern hill tribes there's a lot of like political issues there about where they come from and where they actually belong to because it's right on the border with um
1: they don't call it myanmar
0: yeah I think so, if I remember correctly. Um, but there's a lot of like argument about land and rights and whatever. If they can't speak English, they can't access that. So, and I, I always kind of feel uh, about it when people are like, oh yeah, I went to X place and I did this. And I'm like, oh crap, am I one of those people? Did I do that?
1: Well... I think that's fully different and I don't blame anybody who did cuz I have friends who did Hab- Habitat for Humanity. It's like framed as a really good thing to do and, you know, it's it's someone trying to use their privilege to help another community, but it's just so industrialized that it's basically like tourism, right? And I think if you're going to do something like
0: that, if you find a local group that is like self-run, and that's possible to do, you're going to have a much more authentic experience like i got to stay in some of the hill tribes and they like slaughtered a pig for us like right in front of us and stuff like i had some wild experiences in thailand that like <laughs> i'm pretty sure if it was through like some kind of travel agent thing i would not have had those experiences but it's really easy to kind of fall into the trap of thinking you're doing good and actually you're contributing to something which is not helping Mm-hmm. But in terms of this lady, <laughs> the reason why I worry, like sometimes when I talk about Thailand and stuff, is that I don't want to come across as this woman who is is so ignorant that, and and she believes that this culture so deeply affected her, but. She can't double-check with an actual native.
1: Right, even, like, Google Translate. Oh, come on. I want to run that through Google Translate and see what happens. But, like, just... She wants that experience as a badge of honour. Right. Like, she wants to have her kid have, like, a really interesting name, and then people be like, oh, what does it mean? Where'd you get it? And then she can be like, oh, yeah, you know, I went and I built houses in Ethiopia, and it was really great.
0: They really loved me. Like, that's, that's something about this which sits uncomfortably with me. It's like, oh, they loved me so much that they called me
1: beloved. It's like, bahf. Honestly, do you really think that highly of yourself? Calm the fuck down. It is not, it's not picking it up. So it must be uh, like a spelling, a spelling issue. yeah. But anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> I wonder if she did try and run it through Google Translate and uh, it didn't Didn't work. In Chinese, it means eat ants. <laughs> <laughs> Terribly <Apparently. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> It's this, this, the Chinese spelling is a little more loosey goosey because it's not an Arabic script language. Yeah. But yeah, just like the she wants that badge of honor, and honestly, it's good that OP told her now, so she can still change her newborn baby's name before she oh, starts to learn yeah. it, and she should because you know, first of all, she didn't earn that name, <laughs> and second, it means something completely different and you don't want like you. she's gonna think every time she talks to her daughter about that unless she changes her name right
0: and i get that she's angry because she's embarrassed but like you'd be more angry if
1: somebody said that
0: to your kid's face 10 years down the line yeah
1: well odds are she doesn't meet that many ethiopian people because she was super excited that op was ethiopian <laughs> yeah yeah god
0: but yeah you just, just be very vigilant when you name your kids, right? Just think about it for two seconds before you give them some dumb fuck name that means something stupid, because at some point that kid is going
1: to find out why you did it. Yeah, or what it means. Like, if I was that kid and I had this name and I found out what it means, I would change it as an adult, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So sure. she could she could just nip that in the bud by changing the name right now so that she can save her daughter some heartache in the future. Like, your daughter is not your freaking badge of honor that you can be like, look how right. much of a good person I am. It's like, no, you need to just give them a name that is not going to get them bullied. And also, like, that you weren't being bullied by. <laughs> like, they were bullying her with this name. It's like calling your kid
0: Four Eyes. <laughs>
1: Like <laughs> Sure, kids might find another reason to make fun of them, but you don't want to give them that that. You don't want to give them a reason. Yeah. <sighs> That's that one and I think it's hilarious and I hope she changes the name and we'll have a happy ending of this woman learning about her white privilege and about how culture is not uh something you can take on and off.
0: It's not a coat, right? You right. can't you can't put it on when you want to feel good about yourself and then take it off when it's inconvenient. It's, you know, people live like that so yeah
1: anyway there's the helicopter so that's our cue (laughs) they're coming to arrest you (laughs) you can find me on twitter at morgan underscore slay and you can send us your hilarious mother-in-law stories or wedding stories but i do have a few of those stocked up right now at are the letter you the word serious pod on twitter or you can email us at r the letter u the word serious Pod at gmail.com. Uh, you can contact me
0: on Twitter at esme underscore c underscore knows, as in knows lots of stuff. And you can find us on Zook's book at um, the letter r slash the letter u serious podcast.
1: Woo! Send us your your wedding stories or your horrible stories about how people acted when you won the lottery. Or send us examples
0: of your friends who got uh, tattoos in other languages. <laughs>
1: <and> don't. <laughs> <laughs> just found
0: out what they mean oh man i live I'm, for
1: that i'm sure there's a subreddit for bad tattoos but that's oh just, there definitely is that's just too much cringe for me i can't deal with it i think it's called tattoo regrets oh no it should be spelled r-a-g-r-a-t-s i've found some really good ones on that it's <laughs> so much fun <laughs>